Alhamdulillah Hamdan kathiran Tayyiban mubarakan Fih Kama yuhibbu Rabbuna wa yarda Ashadu an la ilaha illa Allah Wahdahu la sharika lah Al-Aziz al-Hakim Wa ashadu anna Muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh Al-Nasih al-Amin Allahumma salli ala nabiyina Muhammad Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in Wa man tamasaka bisunnatihi ila yawmiddin Thumma amma ba'id Alhamdulillah ala ni'mat al-Islam wa sunnah All praise and thanks belong to Allah For guiding us to Islam and for guiding us to the sunnah Alhamdulillah We are but a few days away from the month of Ramadan. Allah Azza wa Jal, He says inside of His noble book, شَهْرُ رَمَضَانِ الَّذِي أُنزِلَ فِيهِ الْقُرْآنِ هُدًا لِلنَّاسِ وَبِيِّنَاتٍ مِّنَ الْهُدَى وَالْفُرْقَانِ Allah Azza wa Jal, He says what translated means, the month of Ramadan, wherein the Qur'an was revealed, a guidance for mankind, clear evidences from the guidance and a criterion so that we can know what is right from what is wrong. Allah goes on to say in this ayah, فَمَنْ شَهِدَ مِنْكُمُ الشَّهْرَ فَلْيَسُمْ And whoever from amongst you witnesses the month, then it is obligatory upon them to fast it. Whoever from amongst you, they witness the month, that it is obligatory upon them to fast it. Allah Azza wa Jalla also informs us in this noble book that fasting is not something that is particular to this ummah, but rather all of the nations, all of the previous nations of believers, it was also written upon them to fast. Allah Ta'ala, He says, كُتِبَ عَلَيْكُمُ الصِّيَامِ كَمَا كُتِبَ عَلَى الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِكُمْ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ Allah Ta'ala, He says what means, and fasting has been prescribed for you as it was prescribed to those who came before you in order for you to attain piety. So fasting, then undoubtedly, it is from the way of the believers. It has always been from the way of the believers. Alhamdulillah, all praise and thanks belong to Allah for guiding us to Islam and for guiding us to the sunnah. When knowing this tremendous fact about fasting and knowing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He has made it wajib upon us that we fast in the days of Ramadan, then it is incumbent that we prepare for this great month, this tremendous month of Ramadan. And by way in which we prepare, or from that that we will do to prepare for this month, then we will like to present four matters. As the Fudil to Shaykh, Shaykh Saleh al-Usaymi, Hidhullah Ta'ala, he mentions that in getting ready for Ramadan, in getting ready to receive Ramadan, then there are four affairs, there are four matters that we have to take to. And the first of those matters, that it will be a dua a dua qabla, that we supplicate prior to Ramadan coming that we supplicate before Ramadan, it comes. And supplication 
is that which we should be doing in every aspect of our lives, for all of our needs, for all of our concerns, for all of our wants, so on and so forth. Allah Azza wa Jalla says in His noble book, and your Lord says, Call upon me and I will answer you. Call upon me and I will answer you. And dua, it is worship. As the Prophet said, supplication is worship. Supplication is worship. So we should call upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, in calling upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which is the first of the affairs, then know that calling upon Allah, that it will break down into three sub-affairs. Because we will have to call upon Allah for three things specifically. The first of them, الدُّعَى الْعَبْدِ رَبَّهُ أَنْ يُبَلِّغْهُ شَهْرَ The first is that the slave, he begs Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to allow him to see the month of Ramadan, to allow him to reach Ramadan. And then the shaykh, he gives an example. He gives an example. Now the dua could be of various wordings, but he gives an example. Allahumma balighna Ramadan. Oh Allah, allow us to reach Ramadan. Oh Allah, allow us to reach Ramadan. And it is incumbent that we beseech Allah and we beg Allah for this. Because this was from the way of the salaf. They used to ask Allah to allow them to reach Ramadan. They used to ask Allah to allow them to reach Ramadan. And we should beg Allah. Because the reality is, not everyone who is alive today will be alive to see Ramadan. There are many who in the world who will die before Ramadan this year comes. Even though it's only a matter of a couple of days away, there are many who is written for them, they will die today. Others, they will die tomorrow. Not everyone who is alive right now will live to see Ramadan. So we have to beg Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He allows us to see Ramadan. Now, just because we make it and we live to Ramadan, does that mean that we will benefit therein? No, not necessarily. And thus comes the second thing in which we are to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Is that the slave, he should ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give him the success in doing righteous good deeds once Ramadan comes. And he gives an example of the dua and a supplication that could be made. Allahumma a'inna fihi ala siyam wal qiyam wa ma tuhibbu min al-a'mal. Oh Allah, give us aid and assistance, assist us in fasting, standing up at night in prayer, and doing those actions that you love. That we are to beg Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to allow us to live to see Ramadan. And once in Ramadan, that He aid us and give us the success in fasting His days, standing His nights in prayer, and doing those actions in which He loves therein. Now once we, once an individual has reached the month of Ramadan, and they have been given the success in doing righteousness and good deeds in that month, then thirdly, we have to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
to makers of those who he accepts their righteousness, accepts their good deeds, and those who they are saved from the fire. So thirdly, du'a al-abd, du'a al-abd, rabbahu and yaj'alahu fihi min al-mutaqabbilin, wa an yakhtam lahu bil-itq min al-niran. That Allah Ta'ala allows him to be of those who he accepts from them their good deeds and that the month it closes upon them while they are saved and have been granted pardon from the fire. They have been granted pardon and emancipation from the fire. An example of this dua, the Shaykh he mentions, Allahumma ja'alna fi Ramadan min al-mutaqabbilin. وَاخْتِمْ لَنَا بِالْعِقْقِ مِنَ النِّرَانِ O Allah, make us in Ramadan from those who you accept from them, their righteous good deeds, and let the month in upon us while we are those who have been emancipated from the fire. And let the month close upon us while we are those who have been emancipated from the fire. It is incumbent that we keep this on our minds and that we strive to make much supplication when the month of Ramadan it comes inside the month of Ramadan and prior to Ramadan that we make much supplication to Allah in our lives. The Prophet sallallahu as it comes in the hadith of Talha bin Ubaidillah radiallahu ta'ala anhu and the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam kana idha ra'a al-hilal that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when he saw the new crescent moon for the month of Ramadan he used to say قال Allahumma ahillah Allahumma ahillahu alayna bil amin wal iman wal salama wal islam. Hadith Rawahu wa Tirmidhi wa Qala Hadithun Hassan. The Prophet he used to supplicate, O oh Allah, let the month come upon us while we are in safety, while we are in faith, while we are uh, safe, and while we have Islam. Let the month come upon us and we, our state is safe. We have security. Now we're in a state of security, a state of good faith, a state of safety, and in a state of Islam. So we have to beg Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the likes of these things. And we should say as the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, once the news has reached us that Ramadan, that the, that the, moon, the new moon for Ramadan has been seen. Secondly, from those things that we need to prepare and get ready for Ramadan is that we are to meet Ramadan with some intentions. Naam bin-niyya, al-niyya khalisa ala amil khayr that we have a pure intention to do the righteous good deeds for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. Naam, Allah ta'ala he commanded us that we worship Him and Him alone. Worship Allah alone and do not set up rivals with Allah. Do not worship other than Allah. Also the Prophet ﷺ informed us, That verily actions are but by their intentions, and everyone will be rewarded according to what they intended. So we have to intend by our fast of the month of Ramadan to draw near unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if we're going to benefit from Ramadan. Ramadan is not a diet. Ramadan is not a cultural habit. Ramadan is not what we do just because what other people do. No, it is ibadah, it is worship. So we have to intend to worship Allah and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone 
and to seek the reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the one who does this, the one who worships by way of the fasting, and they do it out of true faith, and they do it anticipating the reward, then for them is a tremendous reward. As the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said, مَنْ صَامَ الرَّمَضَانِ إِيمَانًا وَاحْتِسَابًا غُفِرَ لَهُ مَا تُقَدَّرَ مِنْ ذَنْبِهِ That whoever he fasts the month of Ramadan out of iman, out of true faith, and anticipation of the reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then he will have his previous sins forgiven. Then he will have his previous sins forgiven. So we have to make the intention to worship Allah and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. Also, in that, we should intend, we should have the intention from right now, that inside the month of Ramadan, that we should have a general intention, a that we have a, 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 a general intention, that we intend inside of the month of Ramadan to increase in doing righteous good deeds. That we intend, we make the intention from right now, we make a plan from right now. That in Ramadan, we are going to increase in doing righteous good deeds. Now in general, that when Ramadan comes, we're going to step it up. We're going to increase and do more righteous good deeds. That should be our intention, or that should be from our intention to increase in good deeds. And also, the second part of that is that we should also intend, we should also have a niyyah mufassala, that we should have a niyyah, an attention that is detailed. Not just we intend in general to do righteousness, yes, we intend in general, but also that we specify some things. For example, that he identifies certain actions and he identifies them with his heart. From fasting, of course. From standing at night, of course. For example, that we also we intend, for example, to read the Quran. So the ulama, they, they say we should make a chart for ourselves in Ramadan. We should make a schedule for ourselves. That at this time, it's time for reading the Quran during this time. This time here, then it's time for sadaqah, for example, to give sadaqah. This time here, then it's the time for uh, yani reading through the rules and regulations of fasting. This time here is a time of dhikr, so on and so forth. Now, that we have a schedule where we plan it out. Exactly what we're going to do and when we're going to do it. How much of the Quran we're going to read on a daily basis. And so on and so forth. We should have a schedule for Ramadan. So increasing and in reading the Quran, increasing and in giving sadaqah, increasing and in, in doing ihsan, then these are from the things that we are to do, that we should be doing in preparation from, uh, for Ramadan, uh, so that bihnillahi ta'ala will benefit more from this Ramadan than we have ever benefited from any Ramadan prior, that this Ramadan, bihnillahi ta'ala, we should strive to make this the best Ramadan of our life as relates to our ibadah, as relates to our taqwa, as relates to our إحسان, as relates to our reading of the Quran, so on and so forth. هذا أقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله لي ولكم ولجميع المسلمين فاستغفروا فإنه هو الغفور الرحيم. بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وبعد يا عباد الله. In preparing for Ramadan, it is incumbent that we realize and we understand, and this relates to Ramadan and other than Ramadan, it relates to our life in general, but it, it is incumbent that a person, they go into Ramadan with a target. They go into Ramadan with a target, 
and they have clear insight of what they're doing and what they're trying to accomplish. Now, this is a must. This is a must. So from that, and this brings us to the third point that we should have in preparing for Ramadan, is that you hate you and abd nafsa, that a person he get himself ready, he acclimate himself, that an individual he get himself ready, he put himself upon the insight that whatever benefit he gets from the actions that are done inside of Ramadan, then verily this is that which only benefits themselves. This is that which benefits themselves. Because when an individual understands that, that when they do these actions, then they will be benefiting themselves then this will be an encouragement, this will be an encouragement to increase in doing righteous good deeds. That what Allah has made expansive and open up and given him the opportunity, then this should make him strive to chase after it. Naam, to make him strive to chase after it. This should encourage him, invigorate him to chase after doing righteous good deeds because he understands that what he's going to benefit. He's going to benefit. Now, for example, it's like a person inside of the dunya. If they know that this particular job, if you do it, then you'll get X amount of dollars per hour. That's a motivating factor for them to do that job. Now, especially when it's a great number, when it's a tremendous number. Now, if a person came and told you, I have a job, you'll get a thousand dollars an hour. What would you do? I'm pretty sure we'll all start right now. There'll be no there'll be no notice for our other job, no warning, no two weeks notice, nothing. No, I quit. When? Now. It's over. Because I got a new job, I get a thousand dollars an hour. Now in Ramadan, the yield in which you get for doing the righteousness is even more. It's more than any money could ever buy. It's tremendous. Naam. So when a person, he understands this, and he understands that he will be the recipient of this great reward if he strives and he does that righteousness, then this will be an encouragement for him to do so. Naam. And then likewise, if they fall short and they fail and they corrupt themselves, then they will only do so to their own detriment. Allah Jalla says, Man amila saliha falinafsi. Whoever does good, righteous good deeds, then it's, only, it's for his own benefit. وَمَنْ أَسَاءَ فَعَلَيْهَا And whoever does bad is only to the detriment. You do good, it's good for you. You do bad, you only hurt yourself. Allah Ta'ala, He says, فَمَنْ أَبُصَرَ فَلِنَفْسِهِ وَمَنْ عَمِيَ فَعَلَيْهَا Whoever is given insight, whoever is taken to the way of insight and knowledge and the like, then only benefits himself. And whoever chooses the way of blindness, then he only hurts himself. You choose insight, it's good for you. You choose blindness, you're only harming yourself. You're only hurting yourself. Allah Ta'ala says, Allah Ta'ala says what means? And verily, he is successful, the one who purifies himself. And verily, he is destroyed, the one who corrupts himself, he pollutes himself. Naam. Allah Ta'ala says, and whoever he takes to guidance, then verily, taken to that guidance only benefits him. It benefits him. And whoever takes to misguidance, then verily, that misguidance is only upon himself, is only to his or her detriment. 
So the path has been made clear to us, the right path and the wrong path. If we take the right path, that's for our own benefit. If we choose to destroy ourselves, then we're the only ones going to get hurt by it. When we understand the likes of this, and this would make us strive ta'ala in Ramadan to what? To do that which Allah Ta'ala has commanded us to do, to chase after those things that have great reward, and it will also what? It will also be a deterrent from us, uh, for us from doing the evil, a deterrent from continuing the evil that we were doing in Rajab, the evil that we were doing in Sha'ban. We don't take it into Ramadan, we stop. Whoever wants good, come close. Whoever wants evil, fall back. Fourthly, and lastly, that we want to mention is that we have to learn the ahkam of siyam and yuhayya nafsa bi ma'rifat ahkam of siyam that an individual has to get himself ready to learn about the rules and regulations of fasting so that we can perform the act of fasting upon the right way upon in the most excellent manner. Allah Ta'ala, He says, وَمَنْ أَحْسَنُ دِينًا مِنْ مَنْ أَسْلَمَ وَجْهَهُ لِلَّهِ وَهُوَ مُحْسِنٌ And who is better in faith than the one who submits his face to Allah and he is a good doer. He submits his face to Allah upon Tawheed and he is a good doer A upon the Sunnah. Huh? Upon the sunnah that he follows the way of Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. How are we going to follow the way of Muhammad and fast the way that he used to fast and to do those actions that he used to do inside the month of Ramadan? We have to learn what he used to do in Ramadan. We have to learn what is the guidance of the Prophet sallallahu for the Muslims that they should be doing inside of Ramadan. And then we have to strive to imitate, strive to actualize, strive to implement that which we learn. So we have to strive to learn what are the rules and regulations of the fasting, what are those rules and regulations that are connected to the fasting so that we can truly benefit from Ramadan. These four affairs, then verily, they are incumbent upon us for those who are truly striving to get ready to meet this Ramadan so that ta'ala, this will be the best Ramadan of their life. This will be the best Ramadan of their life. And it should be our, this should be our intention that we go into this Ramadan and the fasting, na'am. Fasting is wajib, that's it. Naam. But for example, we go into this Ramadan and perhaps maybe last year there was some nights we didn't pray Tarawih. There was some nights we missed. We say this year, no, I'm going to pray Tarawih every night. Naam. Maybe last year we finished the Quran once. So this time we say, no, this year I want to finish it one and a half, two times. Naam. Maybe last year we didn't finish it. So they say, so we say this year we're going to finish it. So on and so forth. Naam. Maybe last year we gave a little bit of sadaqah. Maybe this year we want to give more sadaqah. Maybe last year we gave a lot of sadaqah. This year we want to give more sadaqah. That we want to outdo ourselves. Because the more you outdo yourself, the more you strive to do righteousness according to the sunnah, then the more you will benefit, the more you will reap as reward from this Ramadan and we after Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he make this Ramadan for us the best Ramadan of our life and that he bless us with many many more Ramadans and as every Ramadan comes we get better and better and better and better هذا فأقيم الصلاة